Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. But first off, once again, we revisit the ongoing debate of where we are at with the proposed MRI scanner for Wexford General Hospital. In a moment, I'll be joined live by Minister of State James Brown. But first of all, I want to go back uh, to one of the last occasions Minister Brown spoke to me about this issue, which was on the 9th of February. Here's what he had to say. We all know how important the MRI scanner is to the people of Wexford who did a fantastic work in raising €250,000 towards getting a fixed permanent one and I can confirm that in the HSC capital plan for 2022 that the delivery of this MRI scanner for Wexford General Hospital will now commence. It is a major project for the hospital. It will almost certainly involve an extension to the hospital because it requires a specialised building to host the MRI scanner, a fixed one, and then you have the MRI scanner itself, and then of course we have to get the staff put in place. So there's a process now to be completed that will take um, a little bit of time to complete, but the process is now going to start. It's in the capital plan. I think this is what we've all been waiting to hear for the MRI scanner for Wexford General Hospital. So it's really positive news. I know there's been some frustration in relation to a delay around it, but I was determined to get this delivered as a minister for Wexford, and I'm delighted to see now that it is about to start happening. That was Minister James Brown speaking to me on the 9th of February this year. He joins me again. Good morning to you, Minister. Good morning, Alan. Right, Minister, based on that interview that you gave to me on the 9th of February, the people of Wexford understood that the funding was secured to put the MRI scanner in place. Yeah, so what has happened with the MRI scanner, it has now, as I said, gone on to the capital plan for 2022, and now will now move through the different processes. Like any capital project, whether it's a school or a road, else are very same. You go through a uh, design phase, a planning phase, then it moves to a tender where you invite out to uh, various uh, private providers to deliver the project and you have the construction phase if the construction phase is what's needed. So that's where we're at now. It's, it, it, look, it is very good news for Wexford. It's very good news for Wexford General Hospital along with the 96-bed medical ward, which will actually be probably even more critical to securing the future of the hospital by getting that extension as well. Two major pieces that are now going on to the capital plan for the first time for, for Wexford General Hospital and was, I think, mentioned on your show yesterday by Malcolm. We have the new ambulance station now coming for Gorey, new ambulance station for New Ross, mm. and we have the refurbishment for the community hospital okay. up in Gorey as well. Now, I, I want to go back over the capital funding plan for, for, for 2022. Like Malcolm Byrne, I listened back to the interview yesterday, on three occasions referred to the €780,000. So I did a little bit of research, Minister, and I've come up with the following. The health capital funding budget for 2022 is over €1 billion. Euro. Based on its population, County Wexford should have received €30 million, euro, but instead we received a mere €780,000. So why crow about €780,000 when by a capita population we should have received €30 million? Euro? Well, different counties will get different money in different years, and it will always depend on what stages the projects are at. So, for example, there was very little in the pipeline for Wexford on the capital plan. So now you have one, two, three, and so got the number, I think, four or five new projects that are now getting up and running. Capital funding is released as needed. So, for example, if you were building a house in the morning, you wouldn't turn up with the architect to design it and give them all the, or her all of the money that's needed on day one. So the funding that's there this year is what needs to take the different projects through those phases. It might be design and onto planning. The big money comes when the projects go out to tender for construction. That's where you then have to, if you have to pay the developer who's going to provide the services the big funding. So it depends what phase they're at. You see other counties, for example, might be getting big money this year, but as those projects are completed, 
the following year they might be getting very little because the projects for that county are moving to a lower level. Of course, you also have, for example, Dublin have most of the big hospitals and will always, unfortunately, get a, or forcibly, depending on your view, get a larger share of the capital investment. So simply the stage is that I would expect, for example, as these projects move into the tender construction phase, you will see much more substantial funding going in to the capital plan. But of course, the capital plan is not the only way we deliver health capital projects. So for example, 13 million was spent in Enniscorty last year to deliver a brand new state-of-the-art primary care centre. A new extension was put onto Connors Primary Care Centre as well last year. And we're seeing um, the in the pipeline now extensions to the primary care centres in Gorey and New Ross. And of course, last year, we got an extension to the emergency department in Wexford General, again, which is absolutely crucial to securing the media long-term future of the hospital. All right, look, and I want to focus mainly on the MRI today and not to digress too much, but again, I just want to go through the €780,000. You've talked about the ambulance and the other services, but if we focus in on, on Wexford General Hospital, just €100,000 has been allocated to the scanner, while another €300,000 is for a cost-benefit analysis and business case to be resubmitted. Why is, it, why is this required? Resubmission. What happened so, to the first submission? Uh, so under the rules of the Department of, of Expenditure, uh, 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 public expenditure, you have to submit a business case in any year when a project is advancing. That's to protect the taxpayer money. So even no matter how obvious something is, how necessary and how much the government is backing it, it is still a requirement under deeper that you put forward this um, uh, business case and a cost-benefit analysis. So it's, it's always required on every project and it's because we've seen big overruns in the past and it's kind of to set out exactly what the, uh, the, the provider thinks this is going to cost. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing, look, it's happened to be resubmitted why was, why, what happened to the first submission? That's the, the, the point I'm trying to get across to you. Well, most of these things are on, on a timing basis. Uh, so they are so... I, I would guess that simply the old one has simply um, slightly run out of time. But uh, there's a very good team there on Wexford General Hospital. They'll put that business case together very, very quickly. It's a very obvious business case. So there'll be no problem putting it together. Minister Stephen Donnelly, when he was down, uh, very much expressed the necessity for us. And what that new medical ward is to do, it's 96 beds of individual rooms, so it's going to be a state-of-the-art medical ward for the hospital, which will protect okay. the hospital into the future. It's very, very important. And I should say, just in relation to the MRI, there is an MRI scanner there, so the, the mm-hmm. permanent MRI is to replace the mobile one. Mm-hmm. It's what we all want to see. It's what funds were raised for. I'm supportive, very much supportive of it. Yeah. But the service will be the same. It's, it's, it's just getting that bit of permanency okay. is why we want the MRI put there from the HUC rather than the private provider, who is providing very good service. But as I say, we want that permanent MRI, and that's why I'm glad to see it now on the uh, capital plan to be delivered. Let's get to the core issue of the finances of this. Uh, um, uh, can you confirm what the total cost of the MRI scanner project will be, please? That's very difficult. So my understanding, the MRIs themselves, the scanners cost about maybe seven, eight hundred thousand euros, depending on which one you go for and inflation, uh, things like that. But that's for the scanner itself. The big piece here is actually the room that's going to hold it. It has to be a specialised room. You can do that in one or two ways. You either build an extension on to the hospital, and I, I mentioned that, uh, I think, last February. That's somewhat times the easiest thing to do, the quickest thing to do, but not necessarily the right thing to do. So uh, when you look at a hospital like Wexford General Hospital, you have to look at patient flow. Where are the patients coming in and going out? What is the staff flow? Where are the staff who are going to be using the MRI coming from? So that you have a very effective flow within the hospital and not simply 
having staff or patients running from one end of the hospital to the other, you also take into account a disease control and infection control. So what the hospital is looking at now is can they refigure internally within the hospital to put the MRI as close as possible to the current diagnostic equipment such as the x-ray so that everything would be close together as possible right. that'll make it a little bit more challenging and a little more more complex but ultimately would probably deliver a better service if that's what's decided and again that's kind of the business case element right. we're going to have a huge disparity in this minister because I, i've done a lot of research on this and the information has come to light to me this morning that the full cost of the mri scanner is not nine hundred thousand euro it's 4.5 million and I can back this up, and I'm not, going, I'm not going to reveal where I got my source from. We, at the moment, have a maximum of €650,000. If you give me the figure of 400000 and the €250,000 raised by the Friends of Extra General Hospital, it's £4.5 I can back it up. I won't tell you where I got the information from because it's private, but I have the information to back it up. Where are we going to get the rest of this money if so far we've just been allocated €100,000 to the MRI scanner? Can you answer that question for me? Yeah, well, firstly, the figure I gave is in relation to an actual scanner. That's sort of mean, but a scanner has to be installed. You have to put a specialist room in around it. You can't just build, a, say, for example, a breeze block building and put it around it. It has to be a specialist building. So in some ways, the scanner is often the cheapest part and the easiest part of actually providing an MRI because of the building. And then, of course, you have to staff it. So it, it, regularly, these do cost millions, but it's the construction part that actually costs more. We can't put a figure on the construction because it, it still has to be decided whether it's going internally in the hospital or an extension added onto the hospital to to, to host the MRI scanner. Mm. But the, the amount that's needed would be delivered as it is needed. So, for example, the money that's there now is what's needed to bring the building or the delivery to the next stage. As I say, when it comes to construction, that's when the big money is actually needed. Or when you're put, after you put out the tender to buy the MRI, okay. that's where the big money is needed. So if that money will be provided as it's needed. Very same as if you were building a school. You know, you don't put all you don't put all the money away on the first day. A government would never say, for example, I'll give you another example, the children's hospital, which is costing over a billion euros. You don't put a billion euros away on the day you announce it. You you know, because no that that would really tie the hands of a government in terms of delivering other projects all around the country. Right. What you do is you cost a project and then you release the money as it's needed for each stage. So you give the architect the money when that's needed. You know, you give the design team the money when that's needed. You release the money for planning when that's needed. And then the tender and construction phase, you release those monies there. So, But, but there, there, no therein lies the problem, Minister, because we, we, thought, we thought all this money was in place. And I just want to move on. Based on this information, the government has yet to sign off on the funding to purchase the scanner or the construction work to facilitate it. The uh, MRI is an appendix two of the capital funding budget, which means it is still only at appraisal level. No, Appendix 2, well, first of all, there's no government in this country or any country puts all the money away for a capital project on the first day. Because if you did that, well, then you would deliver very, very few projects. I mean, if we had it done that for the Children's Hospital, we wouldn't be delivering any other health projects around the country, or very, very few, because all the money would be sitting in a bank account for the last three years. So no government proceeds that way, and whether schools or roads or hospitals, governments release the funding on a capital project as it is needed. So that's why what the funding is there now is what's needed to take it to the next stage. So it is. So that maximises the government's ability to deliver the most amount of projects in any one year as you move from year to year. In relation to the appendixes, let's be very clear on this. This is pro- these projects are now prioritised because they're on the HSA capital plan. There is only one list on the HSA capital plan. They are all unprioritized. At the back of the HSE capital plan, and any of your listeners can go on, 
uh, onto the internet, Google HSC Capital Plan 2022 and look at this for themselves. There's no secret to this document, it's online. There are two appendixes at the back of it. One says new projects and projects to progress through design, and that's appendix one, and appendix two are for projects at tender and construction. All projects at tender construction have been through the design phase, so they have, mm-hmm. and, the pro- and the process phase. You can't tender and build something without it being designed and gone through planning or planning exemption. Right. So every project goes through the same phases, and when this is ready to go to tender construction, when the, the preliminary phases are all done around the design and planning, etc., then it will move to the tender and design. But that's only an administrative, the appendices are back simply reflect what stage projects are currently All right. at. I, I, I have, I, I'm sorry I have to move you on because time is catching up on us, but here is the $64,000 question, or the 4.5 million euro question. Kilkenny and Mullingar's MRI application went through at the same time as Wexford. They are now both under construction. Why are we so far behind, Minister? I can't answer that. I, look, I, I, when MRI started and, and I was asked and contributed to a number of the fundraisers for the MRI, I think it was very important. And, and the friends of Wexford General Hospital deserve huge credit and the people of Wexford for having to raise these funds. Right. Look, I, for part of it, I wasn't even a TD for the moment. Well, well maybe, maybe I can answer it for you. Have, have, our, have you and your fellow government TDs dropped the ball on this? Has the likes of Phil Hogan and Kilkenny got this across the line from simply campaigning more? No, well, as I say, I was in opposition until um, less than 20 months ago. We're only, I'm only back in government 20 months. In that time, we've seen an extension to the emergency department. We've now seen the MRI and an ext- a huge 96-bed extension to Wexford okay. Hospital on the capital plan. We've seen only this month two new ambulances for Wexford, one in your office visiting yesterday. All right. I, I really want to stick to... Re- sorry, Minister, I, I hate cutting across you, but I really want to no, stick to the game plan. I've asked you some very, very strong, important questions here, and I've got to round it off with this question. A new 70-bed unit in Kilkenny was submitted at the same time as Wexford's, and that is now contracted, whilst our 92-bed unit is currently just at the appraisal stage. There are serious questions to answer, and on top of this, if there's a change of government next year, this could put the whole thing in jeopardy. So I'll have to ask you to conclude at this stage to answer those questions for me please and then I have to wrap it up thank you. Well I would certainly hope that any incoming government uh, that will that might replace existing one will continue to prioritise capital projects as we have I cannot answer for why projects were not advanced when I was in an opposition what I can say since I came into government and since this government was formed we are seeing huge capital investments in our healthcare in Wexford we are seeing it with the new ambulance stations, with the new primary care centre, extension TD, and now they are going on to the capital plan. Yes, I 100% agree. I was on your show even in opposition. The MRI and the extension should have been on the capital plan years ago. But All right. uh, since I've come into government, they are now going on the capital plan, and I certainly will drive these as quickly as I can, and I will sit on the HSE to ensure that they deliver for Wexford. The people of Wexford raised a quarter of a million. They want answers. They want power from our politicians, like what was delivered in Kilkenny and Mullingar, and they're not going to stand for less, Minister, and that's the message that I pass on to you this morning. But thank you for coming on air and taking the call. Good morning to you. That was our Minister of State, James Brown there. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.